You're listening to the Packernet Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again to the Packernet Podcast. I am your host and resident panelist, as always, Ryan Schlipp. Check us out online, packernet.com. Find me on Twitter, pack underscore daddy. Well, that was the best game in the world. The Packers beat one of the best teams in football in a nail-biter, 33-30. to um, Great to see the, um, the Packers offense be able to hang 33 on a team. It's always good when you can crack that 30. You know, it just feels good. It's good to win with like 24 points or whatever, you know, 24, 13. There's a lot of that going on this year. But man, to just smack a team in the face with 33 points feels so good. But, you know, the Carolina got to 32, but you got to understand that's, I mean, we're talking about one of the best offenses in football. I mean, nobody stops this team. Nobody stops the Carolina Panthers. Uh, You know, Christian McCaffrey, Cam Newton, you know, Greg Olson, Steve Smith. Boy. Um. Oh, wait, wait, no, none of those guys are on the team. None of them. But they got that rookie that's really tearing it up against us. So, um, l- listen, I, I, I don't, here's the situation I'm in. And I, I kind of like it, but I kind of hate it at the same time. Because, you know, Twitter is such a fantastic place and Facebook and all that to, to really gather. I'm sure Reddit is great. I just don't ever go over there. There's so many little details. I've peaked a little bit on social media, and I got a little couple nuggets that I, I can't wait to kind of dive in and see them all and just kind of, you know, just just, just tell you. Um, but I, I have to be completely honest with you, and, and maybe you're going to be mad at me, and that's, that's fine. We can agree to disagree on things. I really, I'm, I'm not going to say I loved this game. I liked this game a lot. And the biggest reason is I said, when the game started, I hope the Packers win 35-30. to 30. And that's almost exactly what happened. So if you're mad about this outcome, you can blame me, because I obviously caused this. But listen, man, I, I'm, I'm to the point now where I feel like if the defense did a really good job, it would almost tick me off. And I know that's stupid. But I, I just... I. I don't need to hear about, oh, that was so good. Maybe we should reconsider. F you, dude. I'm not doing it. It's over. And so at this point, I just want to laugh. I just want to point and laugh at stupid freaking Joe Barry. And I want Matt LaFleur to go up and defend him and have to defend that bull crap. To have to defend giving up 30 points to a piece of crap two-win team that has never put up 30 points this year. Ever. I mean, I, I, I'm not kidding. This is the worst defense in football right now. If you just look at the last three weeks, there is no way there is a worse football team. Every quarterback we've faced, by the way, all three of them are bullcrap quarterbacks. Every single one of them had their best games of the season. 
We had Baker Mayfield break a record in Lambeau Field. No quarterback in NFL history has ever had a perfect passer rating. And he got it in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Now, now that pisses me off because we can fix this. We can get a new defensive coordinator. We can, we can try to uh, you know upgrade what we have on defense. But that record stays forever. That effing stain is going to stay in Lambeau Field forever. That pisses me off. This is this is the most pathetic. Like I, I again, I'm just I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing hysterically. And I I, I was advised by JJ to not listen to Matt Lafleur's comments because it's just going to take you off. And I decided not to, but I may have to get to it. We'll see. Because what I want to do today, just kind of give my initial thought. Because again, I, I haven't been fully immersed, and so there's some stuff that I saw that I maybe am wrong about or whatever. But I'll just give my initial impressions. I do want to get to some calls because we did not do Packernet After Dark. It is 10.30 at night. I just got started. Just got home from Grandma's. So initial thoughts. Oh, by the way, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm the worst host ever. Merry Christmas. I hope you're having a great time, you know, just loving life and all that jazz. Packers are marching their way to the playoffs by narrowly beating the Panthers. And if they had five more seconds, or, you know, give them 30 seconds, they would have beat us. There's no doubt in my mind. They were going to score a touchdown against our piece of garbage, garbage defense, dog crap defense. We I, I, Again, when you look at the weighted DVOA, we ranked 30th. What do you think is going to happen when you give up 30 to the Panthers? We're at least 31st, if not just falling to 32nd. Un. Believable, unfreaking acceptable. Look at the difference between the offense and the defense. What is the difference, personnel-wise? Who has better players? The defense. Who has more experienced players? The defense. Both sides have injuries. But I think the defense is more well... I mean, who, who are they missing? They have their entire defensive line. They have all their edge rushers. Jair's back. We have Valentine. We have Keyshawn Nixon. We have pretty much everybody. The only, the only guy we're missing is a, is a disgruntled linebacker, and the guy that replaced him was probably the best defensive freaking player on the field. So you're not make, missing jack squat. What do we have on offense? We got an injured running back. We got a number two running back with a broken freaking thumb. We don't have Christian Watson. He's out. We don't have Jaden Reed. We don't have Luke Musgrave. Dontavian Wicks gets hurt. We put up 33 points with a... First time quarterback. And then we had Bo Melton, who is an undrafted free agent. We have Malik Heath, who is a rookie undrafted free agent. Tucker Kraft, who is a rookie third round pick. We have Romeo Dobbs, who is a second year fourth round pick. And nothing. Wicks, who is, who again went out injured, but is a rookie fifth round pick. That's it. And our left tackle's out. Being replaced by a seventh round pick. Then we have Elton Jenkins and Josh Myers, second round picks. Then we have what? A sixth round guard and a fourth round tackle. Second year tackle. Basically a brand new team. Everybody is a late round pick or undrafted free agent with a couple exceptions. And we have a top 10 offense putting up 33 points. Again, against a defense that is significantly better than a lot of people would think. If you look since, what did I say, week eight, they're the 11th best defense. They have really good pieces on defense. They hung 33 effing points on them with nothing. Bo Melton destroyed 
the Carolina Panthers. Yes, it, there were some issues. I think Jordan Love was up and down. There are a couple. It's either like, holy crap, that was a great pass, or what are you doing? And I think a couple of the what are you do pa- doing passes were like intentionally burned into the ground. It's hard to tell. It was it was up and down. But again, you look up at the scoreboard and it's like, I mean, it's going pretty well. Aaron Jones was fantastic. Bell, Bo Melton going wild. He, he's pulling a Malik Heath, man. He's out there just catching passes, getting up. He's freaking jacked up. Romeo comes in clutch when we need him. Gets the touchdown reception, catches a couple other passes. Wicks comes in clutch a couple times. 33 points, just, just like that. It's like, oh, it's the Carolina Panthers, who cares? Okay, the last time they gave up 33 points was against the Dallas Cowboys, one of the best teams in the NFC, and they scored exactly 33 points. You know what the difference is? Their defense only allowed 10. We allowed 30. That's why the Dallas Cowboys are a legitimate football team, and the Packers are a freaking joke. They haven't given up more than 33 since week six. So, yeah, I don't want to hear it. 7, 28, 21, 17, 33 to the Cowboys, 16, 27, 13. What are you talking about? 30 against the Panthers is nothing. Yes, it is. 33 against any NFL team is is a great thing. If anything... The Panthers putting up 30 on the Packers defense is kind of like a, yeah, but it's... <laughs> I cannot wait to watch J.T. O'Sullivan break down Bryce Young. I cannot wait to hear more radio interviews saying, you know, listen, it's freaking Joe Barry. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt. But I thought the Panthers looked pretty good because that's what we heard last week. And it's only going to get worse. And I'm just going to sit back and laugh. And laugh as Matt LaFleur goes up there and is just ticked off about this whole thing. Oh, you're not fired, Joe Barry. Good, good. Sit there and freaking own it. Yes, I want you to sit there and eat crap. That's what I want you to do. I know it's annoying, but you know what? That's what you earn. You hired the freaking guy. You refuse to fire the freaking guy. So you can sit there and deal with the consequences. You can watch as the Panthers walk all over you and score 30 freaking points because you suck. And then you can go stand in front of the media and let them question you about why you're allowing this abomination of a defensive coordinator to stay on your staff. And you can sit there and hem and haw and throw a temper tantrum because that's what you earned. That's what you deserve. Oh, this feels so good. I I just it just feels good. I I said, too, like, I'm I'm just going to be completely irrational this whole week. I'm going to be I'm going to allow myself to be like 75 percent correct. And 25% like overly emotional. Like that's a little too far, but I don't give a crap. I'm going there. I need, I'm, I'm going to take this whole week to just vent. I'm going to do a laughing at the enemy and I'm going to laugh at Joe Barry. I'm not kidding. I will go around and find clips. If you see clips of people making fun of the Packers defense, send it to me. I'm going to do a whole freaking episode laughing at the Packers defense because it's funny. Who can who gives a crap? It doesn't make a difference. We're, we're not going to the playoffs. Because we're not going to win these next two games because we're not good enough to win these next two games. I don't know if we're going to win either of these games, but if we do, and if we get into the playoff, what are we going to do in the playoffs? Nothing! I mean, maybe we can beat the Lions because they're a joke. Like, we, we might have a shot at that. If we can do that, and, and what a great way to go on a run. You beat the Vikings, then you beat the Bears, then you beat the Lions, and then what? You go up against San Francisco and, and lose, like, 97 to, to 15? I, ju- I just don't freaking care, man. I don't. This is such a joke. And I- I'm glad I get to just sit back and watch it. Like, yeah, defend it. Defend it. I want you to defend it. Go ahead. Because you know what? 
I'm I'm five seconds away from just joining the fire Matt LaFleur crowd. It's irrational. I don't think it's right. But screw it. You're going to sit here and freaking defend it? Go ahead. It's your job. It's your responsibility. For the record, I was watching the game with some people that are family that are not big Matt LaFleur or Gutekunst or Jordan Love fans or anything. So I, 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 I got a little bit more negative energy in me. <laughs> but... Go ahead. Just, 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 I want you to just tell me that it's not their fault and, and, and it was guys just weren't assignment sure. Give me, just give me that. Give me all of that. And I will sit right here and call you an incompetent douchebag. No kidding. Our guys are not doing the right thing, you moron. No kidding. Why? Because you coaches suck. Matt LaFleur, it is your job to make the offense good. You have nothing to work with whatsoever, but you find a way through your game plan, through your play calling, through your coaching, to get guys in a position to do what they need to do and 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 score the amount of points that need to be scored. And yes, there's been mistakes, but it's a hell of an effort. And I, I, I applaud you for that. But the fact that you have such a good grasp on what it takes to make something work, even when you have no pieces... The fact that you understand what is required and you look at your defense and go, yeah, I don't know, man. I think Joe's doing a good job if the players just did a better job. How do you do your job so competently and have no, I, I, I just, and again, I didn't listen. I didn't listen. I'm going to try not to listen. The calls today, if we get to it, we probably won't even get to it, but it, you know, they may talk about it. I don't know. I just, I just, I just, I, I again, this was, this was perfect. This was absolutely perfect. I said 35-30. I got 33-30. This is amazing. The Packers defense, and by the way, my observation, in the first quarter, Packers defense looked good, and they looked different. It looked to me like Joe Barry was like, I'm about to lose my job. Let's just go crazy. And they were aggressive. They attacked. We had, we had linebackers blitzing. And it was nuts. And you know what happened? After the first quarter, they regrouped, and they made adjustments. And they're like, okay, if you're going to play it that way, then we're going to do this, because that's how you beat that. And Joe Barry had no plan B. He had no plan B. He just kept doing the same freaking thing. And they started attacking down the field because you were being aggressive. You, you're you're going you're gonna to blitz us and play man coverage? Cool. We're going to run man beaters. And then they beat us in man and threw to the open guy. And now I have to listen to how, you know, the, the player didn't do a good enough job in coverage, you know, playing man coverage. Well, no kidding, moron, because they know what you're doing. And they call the plays to beat what you're doing because what you're doing is obvious. That, that, I think it was the touchdown, either the touchdown or a really big run. You, you want to talk about rock, paper, scissors? He sent everybody up the middle, a, a huge blitz up the middle. And what did the Panthers do? They handed the ball off to the outside. There's no defenders over there. There's nobody there. And yes, somebody could have done a superhuman thing and, and blown up somebody that was blocking him and made a tackle. That's not the point. You called the exact wrong play at the exact wrong time because you suck. That's how the Panthers, who can't do anything, put up 30 points. They hit 27 in week three. That's the best they've ever done this entire freaking year. They haven't hit 20 points since week six, since their bye week. They have not hit 20 points. What did I say at home this entire year? They're averaging, what did I say? 13 points? 13? Since their bye week, they've scored 15, 13, 13, 10, 10, 8, 6, and 9. They've been getting worse. They started at 15. Then it went down to 13. 
then 10. They had a little resurgence of 18. Then it was single digits for two weeks in a row. They haven't hit 10 points since the Buccaneers in week 13. They had six points against the Saints and nine against the Falcons. And we allowed 30. I mean, the depths of ineptitude are unfreaking believable here. This is the most pathetic attempt at any kind of defense I've ever seen. This is, it's, it's just funny at this point to me. It's funny to me. So yes, go ahead and defend it. I want you to defend it. Go ahead. Be a freaking moron and defend it. Because I'll just sit here and say, Gutekunst, you know what you guys need? Just fire them both. Because I'm, I'm just done with it. This, this is so painfully obvious, and I'm glad that it's just burning right now. This is what you deserve. What, you're going to keep Joe Barry because we have potential for the playoffs? In what universe is Joe Barry helping us get into the playoffs? It, 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 tell me right now what this defense has done to aid us in, in, in our uh, pursuit of the playoffs. Please enlighten me. Well, it might get worse. So what? I don't give a crap. I don't care. The point is, he's, he's doing nothing. There's no benefit to having him. 30 points to the Panthers, 34 to the Buccaneers, 24 points in a loss to the Giants. Oh, Ben, don't break, man. It's broken. It's broken. Well, you know, we'll just wait. We're just going to wait. We'll just wait until the season's done. Like, what's the rush? Oh, good, good. I want, yeah. So I want you in front of the podium as much as possible. And I want the media to be freaking ruthless. I want, I want nothing. I want 15 questions about Joe Barry. And I want him to just seethe. I'm not asking any more questions about Joe Barry. Yeah. So on that topic of Joe Barry, <laughs> I'm saying that's all I want. I don't give a crap. Listen, we know everything we need to know. I just want him to suffer. You want to stand by this position? Fine. But you're going to take the freaking fire. And you're going to stand there and you're going to sit in it. Stand and sit. I don't know how that works. It, uh, it's glorious. It's freaking glorious. And you know what's even better? We're going to play Carolina. Excuse me. We're going to play Minnesota next week. Minnesota doesn't have a quarterback. That's the Joe Perry special. Oh, man. He's going to be great. Put the freaking uh, pastronaut back in there or whatever. Whatever you got going on. You got Nick Mullins or some bull crap. Bro, NFC Player of the Week for sure, bro. For sure. You got the actual worst quarterback in football. That just lit up the NFL today. Oh, boy, was he just a treasure. He looked good, man. He looked solid. He missed a couple passes because he's garbage, but, man, he's just out there slanging it. Maybe, Maybe he turned it around. Maybe we fixed him. Maybe that's what the Packers and Joe Barry can do. We can fix everybody else's problems. You got this uh, DeVito guy that's no good. We got that. We can fix that. We can turn him into superstar. You want him to like get more confidence and build that up? We'll give him all the confidence you can handle, bro. We're going to fire it up. Hey! Fire it up! 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 Billion dollars to anybody that knows what movie that is. It's one of the Greatest movies of all time. I'll give you a hint if you don't know. Dwight Schrute agrees. Oh, anyways, man, I'm, I'm just feeling good. Here we go. Andy Herman. He's posting some gems. I obviously haven't been doing a lot of digging, but I'll just let him do some homework for me. 
Jordan Love's last five games. You ready? 128 of 186, which is 68.8% completion percentage. Let's put that in context, shall we? In fact, you know what? Here, let's do this. Let's just do the last, what did he say, last five games, and we'll compare it to the last, the rest of the NFL. I don't expect him to be the best, but you know what? I think these stats are pretty good. Let's see. We're going to go to custom here. Thank you very much, and we'll do the last five weeks. Obviously, this game is not included. So what I'm looking at here, uh, and that actually, hold on. Well, I'll do a different five weeks. I'm going to go back a week and skip this one. But let's do it anyways, because it's fun. Jordan Love is sixth in completion percentage, actually 69.2. So just for reference, this is week 12 through 16. He has the sixth highest completion percentage. That was a major issue when we started the season, that if he didn't fix that, we don't have a quarterback. Now, I'm not saying we have a quarterback. I'm not saying it's fixed. I'm not saying everything's perfect. But dude is 69.2% completion percentage. Okay, so we got that. Uh, where does he rank? He's number seven in yards with 1,037. So seventh highest. What in the hell is Jake Browning doing? (laughs) Well, for reference, actually, this isn't even true because, um, the three top guys have played one additional game. So obviously that's kind of iffy, but of the guys that have played four, Pat Mahomes, Brock Purdy, uh, and Trevor Lawrence are the only ones that are higher. So we'll try to stick to the per-attempt things, but let's see what we got here. Yards per attempt, I don't think is super high. He's tied for 17th. Dak Prescott and Trevor Lawrence are in that same category. Touchdowns, Jordan Love is fourth with nine touchdowns, and he only has one interception. Uh, The other guys with nine, uh, we got Dak Prescott, also nine touchdowns. So Dak Prescott is actually really, holy crap. They are identical. Dude, Jordan Love and Dak Prescott are the same quarterback. So they both played four uh, games. They have, uh, Dak is about a 66 completion percentage. Jordan Love 69, so slightly better. Almost identical yards. 1,037 for Love, 1,035 for Dak. 7.1 yards per attempt for Jordan Love, 7.1 for Dak. Nine touchdowns for Jordan, nine touchdowns for Dak. One interception for Jordan, one interception for Dak. Jordan Love, 83.4 PFF grade. Dak Prescott, 83.3 PFF grade. Passing grade, Jordan Love, 85. Dak Prescott, 82. So they're identical. Jordan's just slightly better. (laughs) If we look at PFF grades, he ranks seventh, again, with an 83.4 grade. If we look at passing, he ranks sixth with an 84.9 PFF grade. So it's Kenny Pickett, number one, but he only played two games, so that's kind of iffy. Brock Purdy, Matt Stafford in L.A., they're, they're starting to tear it up. Pat Mahomes, Tua, and then Jordan. And then after him, you got Dak, you got Herbert, you got Allen, you got uh, Jalen Hurts has fallen way down. Trevor Lawrence is like 17th. Big-time throw percentage, Jordan Love is 8th, tied with Russell Wilson at 67 If you look at total big-time throws, he's 5th with 10 big-time throws. Only Dak Prescott, Josh Allen, Matt Stafford, and Trevor Lawrence are higher. Turnover-worthy plays uh, as a percentage, Jordan Love is 11th. This, by the way, is out of 39 quarterbacks. He's 11th, tied with Josh Allen. Sorry for the volume getting lower. 
And then finally, passer rating. He has the third highest passer rating. It's Brock Purdy at 128.7, Matt Stafford at 114.2, Jordan Love at 107.0. And again, the stats are slightly different because he's played another game that isn't included. We can look at this again. But it's hard to be upset with Mr. Jordan Love, man. Again, I didn't think this was a perfect game. I didn't think it was a super clean game. But, you know, one of the things I was even talking to JJ about before is, you know, you get kind of ticked off about some of the throws not being where you want them to be, but you watch any other quarterback, it's the same thing. Josh Allen is my fantasy quarterback. I was watching him. He threw that pick. Dude, he had a guy wide open. He underthrew him by about 10 yards, and it was just it was just picked real easy. Josh Allen's a good quarterback. He's not great, but he's he's good. I mean, he, he has been great. This year's a little bit off, but that stuff happens. Man, Pat Mahomes, he's got passes that are sailing on people. He's known for it, actually. His accuracy is not great. I think there's a lot of things that are disguised with Pat Mahomes. He's a very good quarterback, but I, th- I don't think it's understood the magnitude of how sort of inaccurate he can be. Oh, man, Matt LaFleur's trending. Jair's trending. Jordan Love's trending. I don't know why. I don't want to know why Jair and Matt LaFleur are trending. I definitely don't know why. Don't want to know why Jair's trending. I, don't, I have no idea. Anyways, here's another Herman nugget for you. The Panthers have scored four touchdowns combined in their last five games, and they scored five, four against the Packers' defense. They did today, or yesterday for you, what they were able to accomplish in the last five games combined. I, 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 it's such a weird combination of rage and joy. And I, it's like I want to just sit here and giggle and then punch something. It's such a weird thing. It's like, I, I hate you so much. Thank you. Thank you for sucking. Thank you for being in my life. Thank you for giving me something that I can just laugh at. I've never had the urge to do a laughing at the enemy at the Packers, but I'm, I'm dead serious. We're, I, we'll see how it goes. I'm going to watch the press conferences. Not today. I will wait until after Christmas because I want to have a good Christmas. That's what JJ told me to do. I'm going to take his advice. We'll see. I, it must, some of it might get thrown in my face. Maybe I'll get bored. I don't know. But if, if, if it's as bad as I think it is, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a laughing at the enemy, specifically at Joe Barry. I, I will do other Packers podcasters. I will find Bears, and I'll reach out to them, actually. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll reach out to Lions, Bears, and Vikings podcasters and just be like, hey, let me know if any of you guys have been trashing the Packers' defense because I want to play it on my podcast. I want to celebrate this with you. Tell me how bad it is. Show me. Talk about it. Laugh about it, because I want to promote your show by putting it on my show. Wouldn't that be great, a little cross-promotion going on? You laugh, I laugh, everybody laughs. We all laugh. This is We're going to bring the NFC North together. We're all going to be friends, and we're going to unite under the banner of Joe Barry is a joke. Hey, you laughing over there, Lions fan? I'm laughing too. We're like twinsies, bro. Let's go. We can have a pajama party. Get some popcorn. Let's do it. Mm. not like not like intimately i I just it sounded like it was going i'm just saying i'm just excited we're like best friends we're like totally besties and stuff we gotta get vikings fans bears fans we'll wear our footy pajamas and we'll just sit around and laugh at the packers (laughs) you came up dirty to the panthers (laughs) oh 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 Whew. 
Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that was good. That was good for my soul, you know? It's good soul cleansing. Let it out. There was actually a... <laughs> I went back and watched... You remember that show, Wife Swap? Hulu actually still has it. And I was like, we should watch Wife Swap. I told my wife, she's like, that's a stupid show. I'm like, I know, but it was amazing. So we watched some of them or whatever. And one of the families, because of course it's always like the extremes. You got like the hardcore disciplined people and then like the hippie people that don't do anything and their kids run the house. And like one of them, they did like laugh therapy. And it was just like they got together and they just laughed. And they're freaking crazy. But I feel like I want to do that. Like I want to get the crazy laughing people. And then when they sit down, I'm just going to be like, okay, I got one. Ready? Joe Barry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's like the Joker, you know, you just start like this maniacal, just like, <laughs> I'm going to stab everybody. <laughs> just get freaking crazy with it. Oh, it feels good to just hate, man. Just, just let it go. I'm going to, I'm going to be stupid this week. I'm going to let myself be, I, I, I'm always trying to be like rational and F that dude. We're going crazy. We're getting crazy this week. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. Oh, yeah. I thought it would sound cooler if the microphone was shoved in my mouth, but it it, it just sounded like I couldn't say the words. But I can feel it, man. I can feel it, Bruno. I I, I don't want to stop this podcast. I hope this is a two-hour podcast because I'm just, it's 11.15 and I'm going to stay up all night. I'll just, I, dude, we'll do a seven-hour podcast and then my son will come downstairs and be like, Merry Christmas. Be like, all right, boys, I got to go. Boys and, and girl, like, I got to go. It's probably one listening. <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good week, man. It's going to be great. What are we going to do? All right. I suppose we should take a break. Um, I think I, what, did I miss anything? I, I like pulling up the roster just to make sure that I can, I can see. First of all, again, Bo Melton, Malik Heath, Romeo Dobbs, tore it up. Heath, not as much. I actually put him on my fantasy team. He caught like one pass. But you know what? Dude, let me just say that again. Bo Melton, Malik Heath, Romeo Dobbs. Little dash of Dentavian Wicks before he got hurt. He is now injured. Tore it up, man. Well done. Offensive line? I don't know. I wasn't super thrilled. I felt like Jordan was under a lot of pressure. I I saw, what, Aaron Jones got blasted in the backfield because Elton Jenkins just couldn't even put his hands on a guy. Not super thrilled with the offensive line, um, but maybe it was great. And to those of you that were great, thank you. And to those of you that suck, I look forward to replacing you. Okay. Uh, Jordan, again, up and down. There's a, there, was, there was way too many like, what the hell was that? But he got it done. And it was like immediately after there was like a what was that? You got like the af- off the back foot pressure in his face, like zipping it in for a 13-yard reception to convert on third down. Just like, yeah, dude, that's, that's my freaking quarterback right there. By the way... It's official. It's a fit. Let me let me get through the rest of it. I'm gonna save that for the offense for last. Aaron Jones, hell of a game. I love Aaron Jones. I wish he was more available. I I every time I watch him run, because I, I always think like ah, he's done. But every time I watch him run, I just keep thinking, you know what? Maybe we do just bring him back, you know, for whatever. Maybe maybe he can play for three, four, five years. What do I know? I need Tums, man. I ate a lot of food. Um what do I know? Maybe he could stay forever. I don't know. But I, I, either way, I want a running back, and I want a really good one because I love it. I love watching Aaron Jones. I dropped one of my tums. 
I love watching Aaron Jones so much. And I don't know if he can be replaced. There's just there's, there's nobody that freaking moves like that guy. It's kind of like Eddie Lacy. You, you, you don't replace Eddie Lacy. You're not going to find another Eddie Lacy. There's only one Eddie Lacy. That's not to say you can't get a good running back, but there will only ever be one Eddie Lacy. In my humble opinion, one of the greatest of all time, love Eddie Lacy. There's only one Aaron Jones. A.J. Dillon, I mean, whatever. But all right, here we go. Officially, officially official. We have breaking news. It's breaking just now. Um, I'm, I'm seeing it come across the wire. This is in regards to the third round curse. Curse is broken. Curse is broken, people! Oh, there is a God, and he has a plan for us after all. So go home, get some rest. Very, very good work today. Got a lot accomplished. I'll admit, I was a doubter. I was a doubter on, on Tucker Craft, and you know Jake Shavink was all in. He, he, he liked both tight ends but was really, really a Tucker Craft guy. And I'm like, I, I kind of get Luke Musgrave, assuming, you know, he's as fast as everybody says he is, which I, you know, I don't freaking know. Apparently he's quick. Had two good games that last, like, it's super iffy on him too. I didn't, I wasn't a fan of either, honestly, but I tell you what, man, I, I, there's just, it's just something different, you know? It's kind of like Wicks in a way where he just has a very specific style and and I love it. Like, he's a good route runner, but then he catches it, and he just bullies his way for, like, seven more yards somehow. Tucker Craft is developing such a my-ball mentality. I, 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 it's funny, because I was, I was talking to uh, an old friend of mine. We are talking about Tucker Craft, and it's like, I was trying to compare him to somebody, and my mind immediately goes to, like, throwbacks, you know? He's more of an old... I'm, I'm not talking, like, 70s or whatever, obviously. I'm, I'm talking... I don't know, 10 years ago, like my mind immediately went to like Heath for the Dallas Cowboys. And I don't know if that's that's right or not, but somebody that's not like elite speed, it's just he puts himself in the right spot. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. So F you. I mean, he had that catch between two guys. He just grabbed it and he just bullied his way through him. Like, dude, screw you guys. He's just, he just, you know, some guys are big and they don't exactly know what to do with it. No offense, Dylan, but I'm kind of talking about you. Tucker Craft is built pretty strong. But he plays way stronger. He just knows how to be strong. He had that other catch that was, I, I got to go back and do just a, a, a Tucker Craft highlight thing. But again, it was it was like single coverage. And he just skied up in the air and reached out. Like, I'm again, boxing you out. tight Classic tight end thing. I'm jumping higher than you. I got longer arms than you. I got big, strong hands. I'm going to catch this. I'm going to come down. I'm going to punch you right in the mouth. He keeps doing the hurdling thing, which doesn't do anything. He's never going to have kids. But I just appreciate him for what he is. I don't know if he's ever going to be a superstar, but man, you put Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave together, get freaking Christian Watson back on the field, get Jaden Reed going, get Dontavian Wicks going, get Romeo going. Heck, you want to throw another guy in there? I don't give a crap. Load up this offensive line. Like I'm just, I'm just excited. And again, what eleventh ranked offense with 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 nothing? Tucker Craft is just figuring it out. Musgrave is gone. Watson and Reed and we like they're, they're dude. Tucker Craft, man. I uh and you know what I love about Musgrave and Craft? It's it was almost like a narrative was being painted for me. You know, guys like Jake and other people that really liked them, they kind of painted a picture of like, this is why I like them. They do these things. And I go back and watch and I'm like, eh, I don't know, maybe I guess. And maybe it's because it's like some of the smaller school stuff where I just I just don't buy it. Um 
But it's like, I didn't see it as much in college, but the picture that was painted for me, I'm seeing it in the NFL. I'm, I saw Musgrave become the guy that everybody told me that he was that I didn't really necessarily believe. It was just kind of like, I mean, I guess, and I hope so, obviously. I desperately want it, but I didn't really see it, and I have a hard time thinking it's going to happen. And it started to happen. And I'm really upset that he got hurt, because I think he could have done something pretty special. I mean, as far as rookies go, it seemed like it was going to be Laporta was like the top guy, and Musgrave was just on his heels, man. I mean, he was, I felt like he was going to start doing some stuff. And then he goes out, and again, Kraft, it's the same thing. Like, there's a narrative. There's a picture being painted of him being just this big, strong, bully type of guy, and it's like, you know, I kind of get it, I guess, but I don't I don't fully see it. Like going back to college and I have a hard time believing that's all going to translate and all this all this stuff I just didn't didn't see it, believe it whatever. And um again, the picture that was painted for me, I'm seeing it on the field and I just I just freaking love it. And I'm so happy that what I was told he was, he is. And that's a big deal. It's it's one thing to have people paint a picture of a college prospect and what they do well. It's another thing to have that translate because that's rare. You know, a lot of times it's like these are his attributes and then you get to the NFL. Those aren't your attributes anymore. It's a different game, man. And to have tight ends, which again, historically, you know, these things take time, apparently um, to come in as rookies and, and start to see. I don't care if it takes the whole season, if by the end of the season, that the fact that they're starting to get into their groove of like, this is who I and it's Matt LaFleur thing, too. Again, Matt freaking LaFleur. Finding out, you know, understanding craft and how to use him based on who he is and what he is and utilizing that and maximizing that and using it as a weapon because he has no other weapons because every time he gets a weapon, they get hurt. I have a feeling Tucker Craft might be next. If he keeps hurdling people and catching all these passes, he's going to be out because the freaking football gods are just like, nope, pack, no, you cannot have anybody breaking out, dude. Watson stretching the field, that's cheating. Jaden Reed with all these freaking end arounds and stuff like that's starting to work like nope sorry he's doing punt returns no he's got to go and then Duntavian Wicks like he's the guy like all right I'll make this fifth round pick a freaking stud and they're like all right well he's got to go then we got this tight end nope he's got to go like Tucker Craft dude you got to watch out I honestly wouldn't be surprised if he comes up on a on freaking injury report with like I don't know some kind of mysterious flu you know got the poops real bad and stuff can't be out on the field like that so I don't know man uh, I probably should look at the defense. Did we take a break? Good Lord. <laughs> Whatever. Defense, um, I'm sure there were guys that did stuff. Uh, it felt like Wyatt, aside from the penalties, which were getting freaking annoying, I, I kept seeing him. I know Rashawn had like a play. I saw Kenny a couple times. Van Ness, I feel like, just made a lot of mistakes, and I don't remember much else. McDuffie, once again, just felt like the best guy on the field. I, I absolutely... I don't know. I just, I, I really like the guy. Maybe I'm off. Maybe, maybe he just, he's not getting, I don't know. But I mean, if you're telling me like this Campbell thing isn't going to work and I don't like, we just paid him the contract could be kind of a problem. I'm not sure, but Quay and McDuffie doesn't bother me. It just doesn't at this point. Like I, even if like he's not elite or whatever, I don't care. I like the way he plays. He plays like a linebacker. You know, it's, it's, it's not about the build or the attributes or whatever. He just, he thinks like a linebacker. He plays like a linebacker. He has that mentality, that attacking downhill, just I'm going to freaking smash you mentality. And I, I just love that. You know, I like Quay and I like Devondre and they've shown some really impressive things, but it just feels like they're trying to be intellectual. And maybe that's the problem with the defense in general. They're thinking too much. You know, you're trying to like outsmart people and it's like, oh, I got to stand here. And then like, I got to drop, you know, four yards and then I got it 
And McDuffie's like, dude, I don't freaking know. It's like, it's like Brett Favre was like, what the hell is a nickel or whatever it was? He had no idea. He's like, I don't, fr-. he doesn't know football, but he knows, like, he's a football guy. Like, I go out and sling it. That's what I do. Like, you run that way, and then you, then you run that way, and then I throw it to you as hard as I can, and you catch it with some busted up fingers, and then you get back out there and play because I need you. After I just broke three freaking metatarsals or whatever the heck, I don't care. I'm just playing. That's McDuffie. Like, dude, I, I don't know. Like, well, Joe Barry says you got to stand over here. You got to be careful. Got to be careful. They're going to get you. McDuffie's like, just shut, shut up, dude. I'm not listening to you. You see that guy over there? I'm going to go get that guy. Can I get that guy? I don't know. Maybe it's a trick. Don't fall for the tricks. Yeah, okay. You stay here and watch out for the tricks. I'm going to go freaking rip that guy's head off. Okay. You go get him. I'm going to watch for the tricks. Freaking defense, man. Um, Corners? I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, the, the tackling was putrid. Um, I, I didn't notice too much bad about Jair. Maybe he gave up a pass here or there. I don't know. But the one thing that certainly annoyed me was that touchdown where he comes in and you know tries to hit the guy with his shoulder and just bounces off. Like, okay, if that's what we're doing, then cool. I don't know. I don't know. So I'm out. We'll just wait. We'll just wait for the freaking PFF thing to come out. We'll see. I'm sure some of these guys were great. Some of them were not. McDuffie will probably be like the third lowest graded. I don't give a crap. I just appreciate him and I like the way that he plays football. Uh, our kicker, freaking, I, it, it, it's, I've told you, I trust him as much from 53 as I do from 33. And that's held true all year. Like he's, he's really solid. Like he, he just, he has a lot of leg, but it's just not necessarily super accurate. So, so it, it doesn't matter if it's 60 or if it's 15. You know, it's harder to miss because the angles when you're closer have to be more dramatic to miss, but I, I think that's what he does. Like, he's he's going to shank it or he's just going to drill it. So the distance is is irrelevant. I, I want to look that up real quick. I just, I want, I, it feels, I'm probably very wrong, but let me just see. So after this game, I got to see something. I want to look at the stats for this game. So he was three of four for extra points. So that is going to put him on the season. His extra points are going to be higher, but it's still funny to to look at this. So he was three of four. So he is now 29 of 33. So 87.8 or 87.9%. His 50-yard field goals, he made one, right? So he is now uh, three of five, 60%. So not quite as good. But it, it, I mean, seriously, it's not that different. It just, just freaking isn't. I don't know. I, I, I don't necessarily dislike him. He, he came a long way considering how bad he was in, uh, in the preseason. I appreciate that. I love the growth. And again, I, I, I do trust him from fifty. It does. I'm not shaken by that at all. I'm nervous about the extra points, which I, I know that's stupid, but that's just, that's just where I'm at. Anyways, man, we're 42 minutes. We should be, I should be going to bed, but why don't we take our first break? Because I'm not tired and I'm having fun and let's just freaking do it. Uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. We all have smartphones and we all know they're pretty amazing, but they also can be amazingly distracting, especially when we're around other people. So U.S. Cellular wants us to reset our relationship with our phones by putting down our phones for five. That's right. A company that sells phones wants us to put down our phones. And to see what we find, learn more at uscellular.com forward slash built for us. In the hobby, it's not easy being a fan of ripping packs or repacks. We get all hyped up thinking we're going to get some high-value Jordan Love card, but with zero transparency on available cards and hit rates, it's all just a shot in the dark. 
Until now, introducing Slab Packs from ArenaClub.com, the only repack that provides real value, a complete view on all possible cards, and clear hit rates for each one. Now when I buy Slab Packs on Arena Club, it finally feels like I know what I'm getting. And honestly, the best thing for me and my son is the fact that we're kind of novices into this. When I walk into a card shop with my son, and a card says it costs $40, kind of just taking his word for it that that's a good value. So I appreciate the transparency on grading, as well as just getting excited about seeing what you could potentially get. Right now, you can get 10% off your first purchase by going to arenaclub.com slash packdaddy. Wow, that's crazy offer. 10% off a $400 slab pack. That's 40 bucks right there. Anyways, that's arenaclub.com slash packdaddy for 10% off your first purchase. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do some calls right now. Um, man, this is this is kind of sad because I feel like we're not even going to get to the good part because I, you know, I'll start it when the game starts. I'm not sure if I'm going to skip anybody's calls here. Again, do not call before the game because I'm probably going to skip it. Let me just... <laughs> Snacks called in and the translation says, Hey, fat buddy. <laughs> We got to play that. All right. We'll, we'll try to rip through these really quick. So we got Snacks and Kyle who called before the game. Um, it's Christmas. So in the Christmas spirit, let's just see what's up. Hey! Hey! Snacks, buddy! See, it's fat buddy. Jair's active? Yeah, man. It's a Christmas miracle. Uh-huh. Holy moly. Uh, hey, man. By the way, be curious to hear from some of those people that said Jair will never play a snap in Green Bay again. Homer, wasn't it? I don't think he's ever going to play a snap in, in Green Bay again. I don't think he's ever going to play again. Okay, great. Congratulations on your stupid take. And I uh, I don't even know if this is going to get on before the game or not. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just wanted to uh, to wish you and yours a Merry Christmas, man. Love you, <laughs> Thanks for everything and all that you do for us. Um, and uh, go pack today. Let's get a W. Yeah, man. Let's try and pull something off. I think we can do it. All right, brother. Be safe. Thanks, my man. Appreciate you. What up there, my Packer Nat after Dirk, their friend? What's up? What's up there, Pack Daddy? This is Kyle from the Chip. I just heard a little tidbit here that... I I, uh, was friends with a girl up there, and I called it Chippewa, and I was corrected. It's Chippewa. I don't know. Same with Racine, right? Call it Racine. They're like, it's not Racine. It's Racine. Freaking, I don't know, man. Panthers have only scored 20 points or more three times this year, and Bryce Young has not thrown for 200 yards yet this year. Well, 
I know this probably won't get played. It's Joe Barry time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> time for him to say, hold my beer. You think that can't be done? It- I love that you said that. I didn't even realize it. I'm going to let you finish. It's time for me to shine, boys and girls. I'm thinking we're going to get up 40 points today, uh-huh. 800 yards passing, 350 yards on the ground. Okay. That's just by Bryce Young. Sure. Eight touchdowns, Eight passing, touchdowns. three on the ground. What do you think? Let's, I've signed many petitions for the hashtag FJV, yeah. and that means fire Joe Barry. Oh, Kyle from the chip out, but not on the... Joe Barry Bandwagon, get that man out of here. It's time to go, time to go, let's go, Pack go. I'm not kidding. We're right. going to do a two-hour podcast. We're doing it. I don't freaking care. I'm going to have so much fun. Okay, so not thrown for 200 yards. Let me verify that first because this is this is the greatest moment of my life. Okay, he threw, so yes, he has thrown for 200. He's never hit 300. 247 was his best game week five. If we look at, uh, again, they've kind of slowed down a little bit. He hasn't thrown for 200 yards since week eight. So in week nine, it was 173, 185, 123, 194, 178, 137, and 167. Do you want to know how many yards he threw in this game? 312. He's only thrown for more than one touchdown once, and that was against Detroit. He did it in this game. He threw for two touchdowns. Now, he threw for three against Detroit, but he also threw two picks in that game. He was two touchdowns, zero interceptions in this game. 110 passer rating. That is the highest passer rating he's ever had. He cracked 100 once in Week 8 against Houston. Since Since that week... 48, 68, 62, 76, 52, 40, 48, sorry, 93. This week, he gets a banger (laughs) at 110. (laughs) Oh, boy, oh, boy, Jersey Mike, what's going on? So now we're in the game just a little bit, though. It's 12.08. We're going to fast forward to about 1.30 after this. Actually, you know what? We're going to be almost done with this game very soon. There are not a lot of calls during the game, but a lot after. This is going to be a good one. What up, Jersey Mike? Hey, right, it's Jersey Mike. Uh, I hate, I hate these special teams calls. This, this, this is the product of the NFL, though. People, Lucas Van Ness can't even try to block the punt because if he misses and barely touches no. the kicker's plant leg, it's freaking roughing the kicker. Get that crap out of the league. I'm sick of it. No. Go, Pat, go. Defense will kill them. Well, we'll see. <laughs> His first quarter, they kind of killed him. All right, so that was at 12.08. Sorry, I'm down in some freaking antacids here. That was at 12.08. Now we're going to fast forward to 1.30. Billy Barnes. Hey, this is Bill Barnes from Charlotte, North Carolina, and I'm sitting here at the Packer game, as you can hey. probably hear in the background. Nice. About half, almost half time, the Packers are winning 23-10. They're looking good. Defense is a little flaky at times, but yep. uh, let's see if the second half can be improvement. Talk to you later. So like I said, I I, I took some notes during the game. I haven't looked at them, which is stupid. I try to do that so it's like you can remember stuff. But I know one of the notes that I took is that I saw the defense break down and I looked at what time it was and there were like 13 and a half minutes left in the second quarter. So I was like, that's literally what happened. 
first quarter, they're doing something different. It's exotic. It's it's aggressive, and I love it. I'm like, yeah, get those boys. And what did Carolina do? They're like, oh, you're going to do that? All right, we'll make an adjustment. And then we're done. That's it. Joe's like, ah, ah, ah. Uh, why are you doing different things? I don't know what to do. I mean, it's just, it was like the Chargers game. They talked about that in the Chargers game against Buffalo, right? Chargers, they usually play a certain kind of way, and then they decided to change it up. And so Buffalo came out and they struggled because they had a game plan built on what the Chargers do, and they're not doing it. So you struggle. So then what happens? You have to go in and make some adjustments. Look, I know this was the game plan. But now they're playing like too high, this, that, or the other, which we weren't expecting. So let's play them as though they were this team. Let's call plays as though they're so they change their calls. Buffalo comes back, charges back, beats the crap out of them, and they win the game. Listen, you you I'm glad you came up with a plan, and it was a good plan, and you tricked them. They then can make changes though. So you have to have a plan B like I just freaking whatever. Snacks at 137. Buddy. What's up, buddy? Hey, man. Snacks. I, uh, given that it's Christmas Eve, my wife made me go with the kids to go see, uh, the Willy Wonka movie. So I, I missed the first half, but I just looked at the, I just looked at the stat lines and Melton Whips, Kraft? Yeah. Love doing his thing. It looks like Showtime's getting some burn. And Igbari? We got them all moving today, buddy. Mm. We got them all moving. Can't wait to dial in here in the second half and really blow your lineup. <laughs> Come on, gang. Let's get this one. Well, we're going to get it. Jersey Mike, what's going on? Hey, it's Jersey Mike. So uh, are these refs just going to keep calling penalties <laughs> that don't exist? Like, like they, they, I, I have no problem with going on in a game right now, but I am sick and tired of NFL referees. And the fact that we extended Roger Goodell. Oh, by the way, Joe Barry still sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but but this is ridiculous. I mean, what what do we expect Isaiah McDuffie to do? Does he need to put a pillow underneath the quarterback before he sacks him to make sure the quarterback is nice and comfortable on the way to the ground? Is he supposed to gently push him over and allow Bryce Young to escape and, and run all over the yard? What the frick do we expect defensive alignment or defensive players to do when they're trying to tackle a quarterback? I hate, I hate this kind of football with a passion because I am defensively minded. That's my favorite part of football is watching guys go out there and Knock the snot out of each other. And this is the crap that we got to deal with? It's not going to get any better. Let's let's admit it. It's just going to get worse. I'm sick of this shit. Sorry. <laughs> I was trying so hard up until that. Uh, anyway, go back, though. Yeah, and um, here is the, to make matters worse, here is a quote from Adam Thielen saying basically that the refs always cheat with the Packers. What a salty little frickin' whiny baby. You were adamant about it. It wasn't a catch. What did you see there? And then how does it, I mean, obviously the call didn't go your way and it was a huge one. Yeah, I saw it the whole, the whole play. Um, I saw a catch and then ball moving as he's going to the ground. Ball moves 
controls it again, hits the ground, and then loses it again. So, in my opinion, um, you know, the ball moved twice in two different times, so there really wasn't enough time to control the ball. You know, they say control and then a football move. There was no football move. Um, and then he rolls out of bounds. So, you can slow-mo it and say, oh, one, 1,000, two, 1,000, three, that was some slow-mo. In full speed, that's no catch. Um, so, kind of the, what you get when you play the Packers. Does it sting you? Kind of what you get when you play the Packers because the refs always cheat to help the Packers because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is there and they're, oh, 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 right? Oh, yeah, they're they're, they're doing that for Aaron Rodgers. He's not here anymore. You tell me the refs are trying to benefit, what, Jordan Love? You whiny moron. Man, I like Adam Thielen, but this is such bull crap, dude. I mean, again, it's it's just like the the Devondre Campbell thing where it's like you, you can't say that first line. It's such, that's, I, I, I wish I could, what 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 words am I trying to use? I mean, it's it's it really is pathetic. It's childish. I mean, what kind of a freaking standard do you set for yourself as a grown freaking man, as a professional who's been in the league for years? You're gonna actually go with this trope that the Packers cheat and the refs always benefit the Packers. I mean, what a freaking ridiculous thing to say. I mean, some fourteen year old fan, fine. He's he's a little kid just saying stupid little kid stuff. Adam Thielen, man, I, I I understand he doesn't like the Packers. I get it. He's talking trash, but what a whiny baby back biatch thing to say. And again, the NFL senior vice president of officiating, Walt Anderson, stated that the replay officials determined the ball did touch the ground, but Dobbs maintained control of the ball in his left hand. The left hand never came off the ball, and there were no available shots that show he lost control. And the funny thing is. I thought for sure he lost it over and over and over. I thought he lost it. Then they showed another angle and you could see his hand because uh, you on the one angle, his hand kind of comes off it and it hits the ground. I'm like, oh, it's done. It's that's it. In the other angle though, you can see he still has the ball in complete control in his hand. That never came off. That's why they determined it was a catch. But no, we got to go with these freaking stupid conspiracy theories that the refs are cheating. They're cheating. Shut up, dude. You suck. Your team is trash. You're garbage. You know what else is garbage? The Vikings, who always got the crap beat out of them by the Packers because they suck. You know that? You went. You, you suck, and you went to an either even suckier team, and you're going to sit here and piss and moan about the refs? You're a two-win football team. I think you got more to worry about than the freaking refs are cheating to benefit the Pack. Benefit who? What, what 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 are they even doing anymore? Like that that's always been the thing. Like, oh, the, the refs are cheating for the Chiefs because they have Pat Mahomes. You're cheating for Tom Brady. You're cheating for Aaron Rodgers. That was the whole thing. Rodgers is gone, moron. So so what's what's the excuse? Oh, that's what you get when you play the Packers. You're a freaking idiot. I hate to go after Adam Thielen because I've always liked the guy, but screw you. He's a child. What an immature child he is. Help me out, Snacks. Tell me, I'm, tell me I'm not wrong. Danny! <laughs> I'm not the love man. Yes. We're back in it. Actually, we're already up. What am I talking about? Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's good stuff. So we got um, a good amount of Ryan Santos here. He he gave me a heads up. It's there, there's There might be a couple swears in here. So he said he's never done it before. So I'm I'm fired up, man. I'll I'll, I'll do the work to go back and edit it. But uh, let me hear the passions. We're at 2.30 right now. Game's about over. Ryan. What's up, Mike? What is up, buddy? Hey, by Merry the way, Christmas. by the way, serious question. 
You know how they, I don't know if you've seen this. I, I've had people that listen to the podcast send this to me. Did you know there are a there's like a Ryan convention, and Ryans all get together. They like travel from across the country. They get together. They have a and they wear like name tags that say Ryan. And like, there's a big joke that's like f Brian's because we always get called Brian and we hate Brian's. Um, I mean, I'm just saying we should go. Like, I think it'd be like I kind of want to go. I don't like people. I don't like crowds. But I feel like I'm going to a convention of people that don't like people. Like they're my people. There are people. We should go. I'm just saying something to plan for the future. They do a bunch of these things. The next one I think is New York, which yeah. But uh, they ever hit up somewhere. Little, little closer, a little less like New York. I think we should go. Merry Christmas, man! Thanks, dude. Merry Christmas. You know, it seems like yesterday I was living in D.C., about to get on the train, trying to find a podcast to listen to, and I stumbled across your podcast, yes, sir. And you were in just a violent rant about <laughs> Brett Hundley. <laughs> yes. Um And I reached out to you. And t- yeah, that was that was the start of the podcast, man. I was. You know, Aaron Rodgers went down, and I, I mean, it was just pure anger the whole time. It was just me ranting angrily about freaking Brett Hundley and this team sucks. And um, you know, when we actually fired, I think I I actually did a podcast the week we fired him. I think after we lost to the Cardinals or whatever it was, and I said, "Dude, I think McCarthy could get fired here." I know that sounds crazy, but I think it might happen. And sure enough, he ended up getting fired. I told you that it was probably one of the best pods I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> I swear that seems like it was yesterday, but look at you now, man. You're a freaking superstar. Yeah. Right. Very happy for you, man. Packers Net Podcast is the best. It's just hands down the best Packers Network. Thank you. In the pod game. And I would even argue that it's one of the best podcasts, uh, at least in my library. It's right there at the top. In fact, it is the top while I'm acting like you're not number one. <laughs> you're number one, buddy. Appreciate you. Know you that. Man. Anyhow, call in. It's about, I don't know, uh, maybe four or five minutes into the fourth quarter. I feel like the Tigers are going to win this game. Yep. I do. Uh, I feel like the offense for what we have to work with looks pretty good. You know, a lot of some stuttering here and there, but yeah, exactly. For the amount of pieces that they're missing, they're doing all right. Oh, oh no, but, it's, but I can't say that for the defense. Now, <laughs> Panthers only have 16 points, but it just kind of doesn't, it feels like they should have a lot more. You know, I don't feel like this is a 16 point, um, you know, holding the, offense to 16 points defensive performance. It just feels like if this was the 49ers, they probably have 34 points by now or something. Anyhow, hey, I'll take the W. Yep. Hopefully we can get Watson back next week and uh, and Reed or whoever is back. We need it. But I will say this. I know Jair's finally back. I'm pretty sure I saw Jair get cooked here a few times. <laughs> but um, come on, man. Just come on. Sorry, clearly I'm still watching the game. It, we're on defense, if you can't tell. Uh, or the defense is on the field. You may have figured out. But yeah, man, so just my thoughts are all over the place. Just want to say that I'll take the W. Offense does look good. You know, I think that they did well for what they have. But the defense, man, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know why I'm even calling you. I, don't, I kind of expected them to play like this. But yeah. it just feels like, with what the with the Panthers are putting out there, we should they should have under ten points. Is what it seems like, but I don't know if our defense is capable of such. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still watching the game. So let me let you go. I'm doing two things at once, but uh, love to hear your thoughts. And Merry Christmas, brother. Bye. Well, again, I appreciate you, man. I, I've said it many times. Ryan was sort of the first. You know, when I started, it was just kind of like 
I really know too many. It, it, I, the numbers weren't bad. I mean, I, I remember like my first episode, um, the guys over at Packernet like had some numbers and, and showed it to me. It was like a hundred downloads, and I was like, bro, a hundred people listen. Like I'm, I'm freaking big time, bro. The heck are you bleeping at? Um, <laughs> freaking Alexa. And then, uh, so I mean, again, like first episode was about a hundred. Let me let me pull this up for you real quick. We are at. Please, by the way. Please listen to these podcasts. Listen to them two times, three times. We are at, for the year, why do you keep beeping? 1.963695 million downloads this year. We are, let's see, 36,305 downloads away from hitting 2 million downloads this year. I remember it was like two years ago, I think, I was upset because we were so close to hitting a million. Like, we were right there, and if I knew, I would have, like, really hammered it, but I didn't know we were so close to hitting a million. And then last year, we hit a million. This year, we are almost at 2 million. We need to average 6,000 downloads per day, and I don't think we're going to quite hit that. You know, I mean, like, the day after the game, boom, we nailed it. But it kind of has been tapering a little bit, especially, like, if I miss an episode, you know, it it has a hit there. And Obviously, I didn't do a Packernet After Dark, so that might kind of hurt things, whatever. But, again, please don't miss an episode. Share it with your friends. Tell everybody you know. If we can hit 2 million downloads this year, I mean, that would just be (sighs) crazy. Anyways, I apologize. Um, Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I... I can't speak to your specific point in time because things are about to change rapidly and I see you got some calls coming. You're going to say, I mean, they only gave up 16. That is going to rapidly change in the next couple minutes. So again, I, I like, let's, let's just continue the conversation and get to your, your next call and then your next call. And we'll see kind of how this progresses. Hey, Ryan, it's our Ryan Santos again. What's up, man? Hey, thought of something. I'm watching the game and I'm also scrolling through TikTok at the same time. Dude, yep. I gotta get back on TikTok, man. There's some good stuff on there. So that North Sea song that they play in the background whenever it's like, you know, they're showing ships and um riggers in the North Sea. Ooh, ooh, something. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard it before. Cool. I was just so I'm I'm listening to that and I see the defense just give up a ton of yards on a freaking third down, you know, the usual. And I'm thinking, you know what we should do, what they should do in the stadium? When that happens, when the other team converts from like third and long or third and eight or whatever, um, or fourth and four, um, say that. But instead of you always say Joe, Joe, <laughs> Joe, they drag that out. I think that would would be great. I mean, it's probably torment, right? That'll probably haunt him. Probably, probably shouldn't do that, but I think it'd be funny. Anyhow, dude, you're done for today. I'll tell you what, what you should do, send that to me. Okay. So I can, I don't, I, I typed in like TikTok ship song and I'm, I don't know what this is. What is this? Nathan Evans. There once was a ship that put to ship. This, this, this is a dope song, by the way. I don't think this is what you're talking about, but I see this on TikTok a lot and I, I don't know why. It's just kind of, it, what, what, what do the kids say? Like it hits or something? I don't know, but it does. The name of the ship was a belly of tea. The winds blew up her bow dip down up below. My belly boys blow. Soon may the wellerman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. One day when the tongue is done, we'll take our leave and go. 
Anyway, so Joe Barry, uh, yeah, send me that. We'll see what we can do as far as Joe. Oh, and here's the thing. What you're really enticing me to do is do like a live stream. I feel like we got we got two games left, and it's Vikings-Bears. I might have to be down here doing a live game stream, and I want to get a bunch of like clips up, and that'll be one of them. It'll be Joe, and we can hammer that when they convert like a third and 15. I'm feeling it, man. I'm freaking feeling it. But all right, here we go. It is 2.52, Jersey Mike's in, and I'm seeing a whole lot of naughty words. It's Jersey Mike. They just tied it up here 30 to 30. Let's go. You know what? I'm, I still hate Joe Let's Barry. Go. I still hate him. He's atrocious. He's the worst defensive coordinator in the league. Joe. But let's get one thing straight. The only reason that the Panthers are in this game right now is because the referees have been calling bull <laughs> penalty after fucking bull penalty after fucking bull penalty. He is in on and the penalty not a, so or, 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 I don't give a f- that I'm cursing right now. F- these f***ing refs. What the f*** is wrong with them? Oh. Blind as f***ing bats when they're holding all day long. Yeah. They're one structure under the, 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 the end around. Tamir yeah. Smith-Marset. Uh, or I, I forget one of them. The, the screen pass. There's been multiple times when these guys are out there f***ing holding the shit out of these Packers defenders yeah. and they're not calling it. What? Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Tell me McDuffie deserves to have a penalty called on him for sacking Bryce Young. Tell me McDuffie deserves to have a penalty called on him for for pushing the offensive lineman out of the way, and then he decides to f***ing flop. Mm-hmm. These refs. Yep. Somebody needs to do something, and it ain't gonna happen. And I'm sick of this. I hate this f***ing brand of football. Anyway, go pack, go. So I, I've seen little glimpses of this. I'll, I'll be honest. As I was watching it, I, I just it didn't it didn't fully click for me as far as the refs being a pro- as you mentioned it, like the sack. I mean, I guess I know how that that they always call that bull crap. Um, the penalty on Wyatt, it was definitely a penalty. The only reason it's stupid is you had two Carolina plant players do the same thing and it didn't get called on them. So I don't know. I I just it didn't strike me in the same. Uh, way and capacity all right ryan hit me with it man we're at uh, 252 we should be wrapping this bad boy up listen to me ryan oh my bad ryan santos something listen i don't care what any stats analytics anything says the packers defense is the worst that's what i said defense in the nfl that's what i said it is the worst panthers have just tied the game what I'm going to say something I've never done before in your show. What in the natural f- is happening right now? Yeah. This defense, I'm not even joking. This may be the worst defense I've seen yeah. Packers put on the field, I'm, I'm telling you, in my entire life. I, I can't think. I, I've seen some piss poor performances yeah. in the Rodgers days, but I've never felt like this. Tom Capers was a genius, and he kind of just flamed out. Yeah. Mike and passed him by. had top 10 defenses forever, and he wasn't even that bad, um, especially like coverage-wise. The run game kind of sucked. But Joe Barry is a damn fraud. He was a fraud before he got here, yeah. and he's a damn fraud today. I don't understand why you have to keep dealing with this crap. Pretty, pretty. The Panthers? Nah, man, there's no defense in the NFL worse than the Packers. You can trash 
He loses games and Barry's not fired. I don't care if there's two games left. I do not care. He needs to be fired to send a message home. I'm going to hang up now to see the offense and pull out a field goal or something. I damn. All right. Um, Jersey Mike, we got a, we got another ref rant or <laughs> I don't see as many, uh, anything blanked out. We'll see how it goes. What's up, Jersey Mike? Hey, it's Jersey Mike again. Sorry. So, uh, the rest actually did something right this game. Ew. That Romeo Dobbs ball called complete, which yep. it should have been, because he caught the ball, and then his body was down, and then he went out of bounds, plays over. It doesn't matter what happens after that. But but I want to talk about something. Honestly, like, let's be real. Yeah, the defense, horrible. And Joe Barry needs to be fired after this game. Did I play this and I don't story? think they're going to do it. But it was horrible. But let's talk about how, what was it, two or three drives coming out here at the end of this game, back to back to back, three and outs it felt like. And and what was the reason for that? I, I, I want you to go back and actually watch it, Ryan, because this is the problem I have with Matt LaFleur. We have some really, really like, good play calls. And then Matt LaFleur comes out and he just calls garbage after garbage. There's long developing plays. Get the ball out of Jordan Love's hands. Quick read, quick throw. Run the ball to Aaron Jones, who went missing for three drives. I mean, it, it, it's beyond me. And and what's even worse is every single time they put A.J. Dillon in, they're queuing up on the run. And what do we do? We run the football. Why, why is A.J. Dillon not allowed to go out there and block right now? Are we worried that his thumb is going to stop him from blocking? Well, if that's the case, then we know we're going to run every time they put it, we put A.J. Dillon out there. Stop queuing that off for defenses. I mean, it's just... Really, really bad coaching decisions on the Fleur's part. And I get so tired of it. And if this team is going to become anything, we can't have that happen. Yes, I know we're missing Watson and Reed, and we basically didn't have them paid in Wicks this entire game. So probably top three receivers are out. Okay, and we're making it work on offense. So, so granted, I'll give you that. Aaron Jones finally comes back and does something. But, man, we got to do better than this crap that we're putting out there on the field. <clears throat> anyway, let's see what happens at the end of this game here. Let's see if we, uh, if we can only put a field goal up or put a touchdown. Or let's put these Panthers away. Anyway, go Pack Go. I mean, I, I certainly can go back and look. I don't remember how the last couple drives ended, but again, I'm I'm looking at a game where again we we have nothing, and we scored 33 points. I mean, I I don't know what you want. I mean, it, I understand a three and out is frustrating, but to demand more than 33 points and you can never go three and out. Again, I I don't know exactly what happened. I don't remember. But uh, I will go back and look at that. I promise. That'll that that is my promise to you. Um, in fact, you want to throw me like two bucks? I'll, I'll we'll make it a special episode. I'm just kidding. It ain't gonna be two bucks. But <laughs> I, I'll just do the regular unless you want your special episode. We can talk about it. But I, I, again, just just from a thirty thousand foot view or whatever, I'm I'm looking at this game. I, I mean, you, you said it at the end. We we, we have nothing. The, the top receivers are gone. We got a bunch of undrafted free agents that are our wide receivers. Aaron Jones is banged up. A.J. Dillon is banged up. 
I don't think our offensive line was doing very well, especially toward the end. I mean, they couldn't block jack squat, so we can't run. We can't throw deep. Every time we try to throw short, they're just queuing in. I mean, it's just, it's it's a loss. I mean, it'd be better to just throw it at his feet because they're all just playing downhill. So, I, I you know, I don't know. We, we can go back and look at it for sure, and I will. But um, I just, I just, again, I we're on different pages. I, I didn't notice the refs all that much. I don't think it was that big of a deal. And although the offense was clunky, 33 points. I mean, come on, man. We, we, we got to be happy about something, you know, like throwing a fit because we got a three and out. I just, I don't know. I, I, again, I, I understand, especially like at the end of the game, it's really intense and you're really worried. Dude, we're going to lose the freaking Panthers. We really need something here. And you go three and out. It's like, you son of, a, you know, I, I, I get that passion, but at the end of the game, taking a step back, looking at it, as much as, you know, my thought on Jordan Love was like, it was very up and down, honestly. Like, you know, there's some good throws, and then there's some trash throws. But, again, it's, it's look at the stats. Look at what he did. Look at the score. Look at freaking Bo Melton was our, like, leading receiver. Come on, man, that's a good day. That's a good day at the office. Perfect day? Absolutely not. It's clunky. I expect clunky. I 100% expect clunky. I don't expect to give up 30 on defense, but 33 on offense, that's a good day at the office, man. That's a real good day, especially considering what we're working with. So, yeah, clean up some stuff. For sure they got to clean up some stuff. But I just, I don't know. I just I didn't see what you saw, I guess. <laughs> Daddy. What am I? Holy moly. I mean, have you ever seen a team win like that? Oh, my gosh, what an accident that was. <laughs> oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Well, credit at least for some of the guys making big plays, but, I mean, 30 points to the Panthers? I did the most points they've scored all season. Yep. Oh, it's just unreal. It's absolutely unreal that they almost had one second and just covered the <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Uh, good thing they changed anything this week. Wow. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. We got a W. Let's all have a good time. <laughs> it is a W. Snacks just, I'm trying to be pissed, and he just brings a smile to my face. But that's why I got Jersey Mike. You trying to come in here and make me happy? Screw you, Snacks. All right? No, I, I, I know what you're doing. Trying to make me a good person, make me happy, cheer me up. Like have a positive outlook on life. You you think I don't know what you're doing here, snacks? Come on, man. Come on. Hey, yeah, yeah. I, you you want to play games? Okay, let's play a game. I got a game for you. It's called Jersey Mike. This is Jersey Mike. I'm signing off for the rest of uh, the holidays here. Uh, everybody have a Merry Christmas. You too, man. Uh, except for the refs. I hope they get all but coal in their stockings. Uh, same for Joe Barry. Same for Matt Lafleur. Oh, I got an um, idea. Same oh, for. My goodness, so I have an idea. I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say it. It's gonna happen. Same for. I don't know. <laughs> I just. <laughs> I want somebody it. else to get cold in their stocking. <laughs> maybe you, Ryan. Maybe maybe you should get oh, cold in your stocking. Maybe douche. I should get cold in my stocking. But no, at, at the end of the game, day, yeah. I'm I'm disgusted by this game. Um, we were we were half a second, half a second. Yep. From this game going to overtime. 
I mean, it, we were a half a second away from overtime. We were 30 seconds away from a loss. The defense was doing nothing. It was zero resistance. If you would give them three timeouts and, and give them like 10 more seconds, we would have lost the game. Unbelievable. Freaking unbelievable. <laughs> the worst Panthers in the league. Can we just reminisce on that for a minute? Yes, just let's that, do it. Let that stew in your britches for a little bit. Bridges. You know, that hot, swampy, smelly stew <laughs> that uh, you, you really didn't fully wipe. Oh, God. And uh, you had to go back to work because you spent almost 20 minutes <sighs> in the bathroom. What? It was taking that long. That, that that's, that's what this game is. That's what this game was. <laughs> I have no hope going up against the Vikings right now. No, I don't I, even want to know what's going to happen when we see the Bears. No, this is this is abysmally disgusting, and the fact that Eric Stokes played the whole game and then you take him out at the end to put Carrington Valentine in. It, you know what I wanted to see, and I wanted to see this from the beginning. Uh, since we realized Carrington Valentine could play football, uh, I want to see Valentine and Stokes on the outside with Guy only in the slot. Yeah, I want to see more man coverage, but you know what? I don't get to say anything. I have no right to say anything because I'm not Joe Barry, and I don't make the calls. But uh, can we not have Joe Barry next week? <laughs> um, can we can we be done with this? This is this is gross. I I hate I hate this version of football. I hate this brand of football that this team has put out there. Oh. Um, we're watching the Vikings lose to the uh, the Lions right now, that's so that's good. cool. Yeah, I felt good. Um, that doesn't give me any hope. <laughs> Um, game ball. I want to give game ball out to Jordan. Uh, sorry, not Jordan Love. Jordan Love did good, but I want to give the game ball to Aaron Jones. Yeah. He, he, he went off to the races today. Great day. And on the other side, I want to give a game ball to Isaiah McDuffie. Hell yeah. He had some really, really high level defensive plays today. Gave up some plays in coverage, but man, he plays with fire. Anyway, go pack go. Yeah, I'm a McDuffie fan. We we should all go get McDuffie jerseys. You know what I mean? We'll we'll be like the McDuffie groupies, just like a group of like Packernet people that just cruise around. That's what we can do when we do our meetup at the uh, at the draft. Like we'll we'll do something that's like Packernetty. You can have a hat or whatever, but we all have McDuffie jerseys on, and that's just how you know. And we'll get together. There'll be like seventy of us hanging out, and we all got McDuffie jerseys. We'll like buy some like cheap knockoff ones in case somebody's like left out and they didn't know. We're like, what size are you, dude? I got you. McDuffie's got you, man. <sighs> we probably should, uh... but no, we're 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 gonna keep going a little bit more. What's up, Brian? It's AA run from Eau Claire. What's up, man? Um, game just finished up and uh, Packers pulled it out, thirty-two to thirty. Shouldn't have been that close, but um, the way I look at it. I think both teams kind of offered each other a mutual service that they needed. I think the Packers needed to win, but they also needed to continue to prove yes. uh, that they needed a new defensive coordinator, which right. I think was very obvious in today's game. Um, Evident. So sure. I think they got what they needed. Offense looked great most of the game. Um and then the Panthers, you know, obviously needed a little jolt themselves. So uh, happy to be of service uh, as the Packers. <laughs> uh, we should start charging teams to, like, come into town and play them. Like, you know, hey, need a jolt? Call the Packers. Anyways, um, Merry Christmas. Glad to 
at least have another win and just enjoy some football and enjoy Jordan Love playing well and having a, some great offensive plays and uh, just feeling pretty good. So, anyways, go back home. Appreciate that, man. And I think we probably should take a break. Um, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how this third segment's going to go. It's, it's, I'm, I like it, but I think it's going to be stupid. So <laughs> you're free. It's hour and 20 minutes. If you want to just take off and be like, nah, that sounds stupid. Then, um, we could do that. We're going to do some Christmas songs. I'm, I'm going to get some Christmas songs for you for Christmas. All right. I don't know if I'm going to sing them. I probably won't because it's going to be worse and nobody will want to listen to it. But I'm going to get you these songs, okay? I didn't have time to produce them. I was—I swear I was going to. I was going to find some people on like Fiverr. They were going to make the song. You know what? I might, I might still actually do it. I know after Christmas everybody's moving on. But I might actually try to make a record out of this. And it's going to be fantastic. But um, if you want to find out what these songs are, hang out. And I will get you some new... Freaking amazing Christmas songs that will live on forever. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. So we're gonna we're gonna do a little advertisement here um, for the for the new Christmas album that's coming out. As you know, I'm a recording artist. This is a Christmas album that'll be great as a gift to give to your family or just to play on the radio. I'd love to be able to get this out there with Mariah Carey and the Grace Bing Crosby and whatnot. I think we can do it. I think we can push it out. We got some classics here. You all know I'm dreaming of a, of a white Christmas. For Packer fans, I mean, it's going to be 50 degrees on Christmas. I'm fine with it. I don't need that. You know what I need? You know what I'm dreaming of? I'm dreaming of a strong defense, just like the ones we used to know, where the front lines glisten and the fans all listen to see great tackles in the snow. Thank you, Alexa. You could shove it. I'm dreaming of a strong defense with every Sunday game in sight. May your plays be smart and right, and may all your coverage be tight. I'm dreaming of a strong defense, just like the ones we used to know, where the rushers pressure to the crowd's, crowd's great pleasure to watch the Packers steal the show. I'm dreaming of a strong defense with every Packers game in sight. May your formations be strong and bright, and may all your defenses hold tight. Or for a little bit more upbeat song, how about Jingle Bells? Here's a little ditty called Jingle Bells, Packers Fell. Dashing through the game in a one-horse open sleigh, over the fields we go, struggling all the way. Bells and bobtails ring, making spirits dim. Oh, what fun it is to sigh as the defense lets them in. Jingle Bells, Packers Fell, Panthers score with glee. Jingle bells, Packers fell, playoffs in a fray. Oh, what fun it is to hope in a Green Bay kind of way. A day or two ago, I thought we'd take the lead, but then the Panthers came and scored with such great speed. The defense was on ice, slipping here and there. Oh, what a lot of frowns there were with each despairing stare. On and on like that. Or perhaps you would enjoy a song that we like to call Jersey Mike's 12 Days of Packer Frustration goes a little bit like this. On the first day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me a defense that's just not clicking. On the second day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me two bad calls and a defense just not clicking. On the third day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me three receivers dropping, two bad calls and a defense just not clicking. 
On the fourth day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me four missed tackles, three receivers dropping, two bad calls, and a defense just not clicking. On the fifth day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me because he's a bad luck curse. Five Barry blunders, four missed tackles, three receivers dropping, two bad calls, and a defense just not clicking. On the sixth day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me six players ailing, five Barry blunders, four missed tackles, three receivers dropping, two bad calls, and a defense just not clicking. On the seventh day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me seven fans of science, six players ailing, five Barry blunders, four missed tackles, three receivers dropping, two bad calls, and a defense that's just not clicking. On the eighth day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me eight penalties costing, seven fans of science, six players ailing, five Barry blunders, four missed tackles, three receivers dropping, two bad calls, and a defense that's just not clicking. On the ninth day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me nine drives stalling, eight penalties costing, seven fans assigning, six players ailing, five Barry blunders, four missed tackles, three receivers dropping, two bad calls, and a defense that's just not clicking. We only have a couple more. On the tenth day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me ten plays of failing, nine drives stalling, eight penalties costing, seven fans assigning, six players ailing, five Barry blunders, four missed tackles. Three receivers dropping two bad calls and a defense that's just not clicking. On the 11th day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me 11 calls confusing, 10 plays of failing, 9 drives stalling, 8 penalties costing, 7 fans assigning, 6 players ailing, 5 berry blunders, 4 missed tackles, 3 receivers dropping two bad calls, and a defense just ain't clicking. And finally, on the 12th day of Christmas, Jersey Mike gave to me 12 fans still hoping, 11 calls confusing, 10 plays of failing, 9 drives stalling, 8 penalties costing, 7 fans assigning, 6 players ailing, 5 berry blunders, 4 missed tackles, 3 receivers dropping, 2 bad calls, and a defense that's just not clicking. CD will be for sale whenever I feel like actually making it. It's going to be great. It's going to be irrelevant by the time I actually get it made and Christmas will be long gone. But I want to do it because it would be funny. Many, many more great, wonderful songs such as these will be on the Christmas album. I hope that you will choose these Packers jingles over these horrible Bing Crosby, Nat King Cole. I mean, who cares? Some of the greatest singers of all time. (sighs) But mine's good, too. Anyways, I'd love to go on forever. I have to go to the bathroom desperately. It's 1.30 in the morning. (laughs) I have to get up early, do the whole Christmas thing. But uh, I love hanging out with you guys. It's been a lot of fun. Let's have some fun this week, all right? Let's get crazy. Let's get crazy. And again, share it around, man. I, I, I will be eternally grateful if we can hit 2 million downloads this year. We're so close. We're so close, and I think we can do it. But it's the holidays. People are busy. I know the numbers are going to be low for Christmas. I get it. But you got to come back with a vengeance. When you come back, you come back hard. When you come, you come heavy. Let's do this. You guys have a good rest of your day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Have a good one. Bye-bye.